This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate. Then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com and join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to, wow, well, just, I think, just... Uh, I assume it's going to be an amazing episode of the Vile Files Bachelor Recap Edition of night one of the finale. I hope everyone's okay after what they just witnessed and watched. <laughs> I, I wish I could tell you things calm down going forward. They do not. We have a lot to get into, so let's get into it. We have a, a, a large group. Our guest, Christina Harris, is with us today. Hey, Super uh, stoked to be here. <laughs> bachelor fan extraordinaire. Of course. I was watching the episode as I always do with my girlfriend, Natalie. Uh, she had some hot takes and I was like, you know, now's the time to get more people. We need more. We just, we need to round table this shit. Natalie is with us for the second time <laughs> recapping The Bachelor, which was the first one you did. Was it Paradise? It was, no, it was Katie season. Yeah. At your, at your parents. That was a nice was warm like up. It was in a, your a childhood mess. Yeah. home. Another yeah. kind yeah. of a messy season. Good warm up. Obviously, Allie and Amanda are with us. A lot to get into. Do we, do we, is there even time to discuss the nonsense that was Kanye and Pete Davidson on Sunday Good morning? Good old skeet. I mean, just, <laughs> we're just keeping up with the drama a little bit. I know this is like off-brand for a Bachelor recap, but culturally relevant. Do we believe those text messages are real? I do. I do think they are real. I mean, going into this, like, I did not realize. I thought they were completely fake, but that was just because I couldn't believe that he, like, called himself skeet and everything. But then... Once you guys all mentioned that you thought it was real, I was like, you know what? Pete Maybe Davidson. it is real. Because that does seem like he would do that. Yeah. And I do find it weird that his friend released him. Like, he's like, send him to his buddy. And he's like, yo, man, like, put these out for me. Who released yeah. them? Just like a friend of Pete's. And he put in the caption, like, a message from Skeet. Yeah, he was like, hey, <laughs> it's, a message it's, from Pete or it's Skeet. And then Kanye was like, where are you at? Like, let's talk right now. And he sent a selfie. And he was like, in your wife's bed, which was a bit aggressive. <laughs> it was but, aggressive. Yeah. yeah. I, I watched, and Kanye put out this video, which, yeah, listen, he's an extreme man, I guess is the best way to say it. He's, he's extreme <laughs> and brilliant and at times chaotic. But, I mean... I don't know what it's like to be a father and I don't know what it's like to go through like a, a custody battle, but at, at, on some point, you like, you seem to like empathize with like what must be a difficult challenge. I don't know if I like agree with the argument per se, but like the, I'm in bed with your wife. Like there's a level of, I wonder if, <laughs> but it I also wonder if went Pete... into like, he was saying, can we meet? Can we discuss this? And Kanye was like, come to Sunday service. Sure. And Pete was like, no, I don't want to do this publicly. Can we meet somewhere privately? And he was like, no. You can mm -hmm. come to Sunday service. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if Kanye really is trying to like 
have coffee, but it's a, <laughs> it is wild. It's just funny to me that Pete Davidson like took screenshots and like sent it to his friend. Was like, was I too hard on him? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I went off. Man. What do I say back? <laughs> <laughs> it's just a, such a really wild, petty thing to be a part of. And if you're Pete, I, I mean, I guess like you're just in love with Kim, but like that's a lot of drama to be involved in. What I, it seems to be the early stages of a relationship. And she just yeah. went Instagram official with them. So, like, I feel like now the start is about yeah. to begin. It all just seems a bit much. I don't know. We wish them all the best. But it was... Uh, if they want to come talk about it on the podcast, we'd be happy yeah, to have them. We're happy, <laughs> we're happy to talk about it with them. All right. We have a lot to get into for the finale. Uh, we're going to focus our hot goss as it relates to the finale... Right, Allie? Mm-hmm. What, so let's, because there was a lot of fallout from last week's episode, which carries us into as things kick off in this episode. And I think Clayton did some interviews and kind of gave us his insight, and some other people in Bachelor Nation mm-hmm. have, have made some comments as it relates to, you know, all the opinions from last week. Allie, can you, can you? Yeah, Clayton did like a whole kind of press junket last Wednesday, which was after we watched the whole Susie situation go down. And there was a lot of feedback on that. So he went on like a couple of, you know, Bachelor Nation's podcasts and he spoke with Caitlin and they went over everything. She asked what he would do differently with the Susie conversation. And he said he wouldn't be as emotional. Um, And he was also saying like at that point, there was nothing he could do. The connection was just kind of over. Um, He said, I felt in the moment like she wasn't fighting for me. When she stepped out and I went outside, I had these dangerous thoughts creep into my mind that she came here for personal gain, not for love. So He's afraid that she wanted to be the bachelorette. Or even just like Instagram followers. He was like, it'd become clear at that point in the season that a lot of girls were there just for like their own clout. And he was like, because she wasn't fighting, he was like, why doesn't she want to be here? Why isn't she fighting? I think that's a legitimate concern. What, What do you think, Christina? I don't know. I didn't get that vibe from her that she was there for personal gain. I thought she was just kind of like with the whole thing was standing her ground. And when I was watching, I was completely on her side. So I don't think she was there for personal gain. I could totally see how, though, he would, you know, naturally you're going to overthink something like that afterwards. And you're going to be like, you're going to think the worst of the situation. And there was a lot of girls on this season that were clearly there for personal gain. And that was one of the things I noticed right away too. So I don't know. I mean, I see what he's saying. I see how he would be like worried about that. But I don't know. I just didn't get that from her. Yeah, I didn't get that from her either. I guess I'm just saying, regardless if if we didn't get that from her, did he get that from like, her? You know, he, yeah. Even I give Clayton some grace on that area. That even even if it didn't even seem that way, he could be kind of so fucked up in the head with some of the other women and not knowing who to trust. That in that moment, it really didn't matter how believable Susie was or wasn't yeah. say to us that I it would make sense that he got in his head that yeah, way. Yeah, exactly. He was trying um, to weed out and whatnot. So I I understand that logic. He seemed to recognize that he got a little Yeah, and I feel like the majority of what he said on all the podcasts was a lot of these thoughts and these doubts and how he acted was in the heat of the moment. And, like, starting even the morning after, he was like, oh, I can see it. And he even said, like, watching it back, he was like, oh, no, she was fighting. She was, like, trying to have a conversation. She was passionate. So, like, in hindsight, he doesn't feel that way. 
But then Caitlin also asked about, like, the order of the fantasy suites and if Susie had, like, gone first, if it would have been different, if she would have brought that up. And he said that if he knew intimacy was a deal breaker for Susie, then he probably wouldn't have slept with the other women. But he also wouldn't have gotten engaged without sleeping with someone. So that being said, like, if he would have had Susie night one, she said, don't sleep with anyone else, he wouldn't have. But then if he'd realized it was Rachel at the end and they hadn't slept together, he would have just, like, said, let's keep dating and not have gotten engaged. Because he refused to get engaged without doing the physical intimacy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, mean, that's such a— I feel for him. Like, I get that. I'm not—I'm not—it's just—doesn't that sound kind of weird? Like, I understand the logic. I understand in the pressure situation, he would want to. Like, yeah, I'm getting engaged— but, like, it's so specific. It's like the opposite yeah. for saving it for marriage. Right? Yeah, no, no. Exactly. Like, we need to fuck. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. Like, can't you? I mean, let's be honest. We, you, can, you can get a pretty good sense of your physical connection with someone uh, and get a pretty good read on your attraction to them and make out and, and round a lot of bases and I think you could have a pretty good idea without actually performing the act of sex. Are, are we in agreement or are but we disagree? But not on the show. No, no, no. I'm just saying it in life. Okay, yeah, yeah in life, yeah. Like you guys, you guys, you, everyone gets <laughs> you naked. Like you finger look, banging on the show. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, but in the fantasy suite, they could go behind closed doors and right. do, do, do <laughs> something. <laughs> my girlfriend has said finger banging on my podcast. <laughs> Automatic <laughs> promo for the episode. <laughs> right. Finger pinging with Natalie Joy. <laughs> wow. But yeah, I, I, you, you can still. He, he could. They could. He could go to the fantasy with any of the women, and let's say for whatever reason they didn't have the act of sex, messed around, took some clothes off. You could have a pretty good sense of like, I think we're gonna have a great physical relationship. Do right? you think that that would have been something that Susie would also have gotten upset about? Like, Oh, yeah, that's true. Like, uh, and they didn't have sex, but like, you finger banged her? Are you serious? I, <laughs> yeah, I feel right. like, I honestly feel like Susie would have been okay with that. Okay. I really do. I don't think Susie had this idea that, this, I don't think this is like a Maddie Pruitt thing. I don't think, mm-hmm. you know, I just think she... You could tell like she was grappling with the kind of like, it almost felt like for me, like she, you saw her brain go back and forth between like, I've always told myself I'd have an issue with this. Like when you grow up and like from whatever, you know, her family values and things like that to like adult life, we are like, I don't know. It's like sex, you know, like yeah. we kind of like, as we get more experience and I don't know where Susie is and like her dating and relationship and, and physical, you know, intimacy life, whatever. But like, as you get out in the dating world, I think we all kind of start reassessing how we stand on these topics. And I, I felt like you kind of see that with Susie a little bit. Yeah. What Speaking a, of, um, I feel like the biggest thing that Clayton said was that he adapted to being the bachelor and being in the bachelor environment, and Susie did not. Yeah, I see. Susie like maintained what a typical relationship would be. And he was like, and I commend her on that for like staying true to herself. But I adapted to being the bachelor, which is not typical. And if I was, you know, going around kissing girls, other girls, and she thought that was fine, how is this any different? There should have been some like leeway. Yeah. Because he had adapted to this environment. I, I think that's the biggest problem. I think that's, that, that statement from Clayton is very revealing. I think it explains his point of view. I think it helps explains his point of view with 
what we saw this episode and what we're going to see tomorrow. You told me uh, Caitlin also said, and I want to ask you women, Caitlin had the point of view that these women should have set the expectation beforehand with Clayton before the fantasy suite, which I think a lot of people have that point of view. Uh, what is, do you agree with that statement? I don't, I don't think it's know. their job. Yeah. No. Yeah. Right. It's not their job. He's the bachelor. He's the leader. Yes. You know? I think right. that's the biggest problem with Clayton is I see it to sum it all up is that he hasn't taken any time or any consideration to consider the position of power that he is in as the bachelor. Mm-hmm. And he's taken no time to empathize. He didn't, he didn't empathize with Susie's point of view. He was just focused on, again, like understandable feelings focused on the fact that, oh, maybe she's in it for the followers of the bachelorette or whatever. But Clayton's only focus is his, his love journey. And he's just like, I'm the bachelor. And I think he's focused on finding love for himself not finding love with someone else. And if he took a, the time to consider his position of, position of power, I don't understand why it's the responsibility, as Natalie said, to set the upfront expectations. Yes, whoever's setting the expectations would have done uh, everyone the service of avoiding some of this drama. Like, if whether it was Susie or Rachel or Gabby or Clayton, like, they could have done that. But, like, and... That would have been fine, but if we're talking about they should have done that, I don't. I don't agree with Caitlin at all because they could have done that, and that would have helped. But you're the bachelor. At any point, Clayton could have like sat down these women, checked in at some point, maybe before hometowns, whatever, and said something like, "Hey, listen, like it's things get crazy. I just want to check in, mm-hmm. and I just want to know like what are your expectations of me." Like, do you have any non-negotiables? I can't promise you that I'm going to be able to do this because there's other people involved. But like, I just want to know as things get crazy and serious, like, I just want to make sure that I'm, if I can help myself and if if I'm realizing that this connection between you and I is stronger than anyone else, I want to do my best in avoiding ever hurting you. And he could have done that. And is it a really a safe place? If you're competing for love, all while falling in love, while the other person's just picking, is that really an environment that cultivates like an, to, to make you feel safe about bringing up like non-negotiables that could be used against you? No, because then obviously they're afraid like, you know, that he's going to, you know, yeah. he's going to kick him out. Yeah. <laughs> he's going like, to give him the boot. Like, like, oh, well. You know, if all of a sudden he's like, do you have a non-negotiable? And they're like, yeah, don't sleep with other women. And he's like, I can't do that. Bye. Like, so no, yeah. it's not. You know, nobody's really safe. So, Part of Susie's whole thing was she was like, the person that I would want to spend my life with is not someone who would have to tell this kind of thing to. Like, she was also like, she wasn't trying to keep him on a leash. She was trying, like, I think in the moment, as much as she might have had like a premonition of that going into it, I don't think it was until after she really found out that she was making the honest game time decision and like realization that like, oh, I'm feeling very disconnected from this person because I know somebody that who I like, who I would want to spend my life with. I wouldn't have to, like, set that boundary. It would just be something where it would be mutual. Yeah, they wouldn't want to sleep with anyone else. They would only want to sleep with you. I agree with that. Just to stay consistent, though, I will, like, I I was, we were all, like, Team Susie there. But I don't know if that's totally fair. That's where I'll say that might not, that might not be totally fair for Susie to say inside The Bachelor. To say, she has a right to say that. She has a right to feel that way. But she also like recognizing that he is falling in love where it's just like, it might be, if, if Susie's empathizing with Clayton, it might be a challenge to try to like do that. 
in that environment. But she has she has the right to feel feel the way she did. It's just that if she if we were to talk to Susie, right, um, we would and we might hear like I I thought I was in, I was in love with him. I wanted to get engaged. Then it would have helped Susie and Clayton if Susie would have tried to set those up for expectations as well. I just don't think it's for her responsibility. But when she started to like, I just wanted him to figure this out. You are risking him being confused about these other women. And well, like happens. Clayton said, she hadn't adapted. So <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> she didn't have the right mindset. <laughs> And I right. commend her for that. But <laughs> that's an I think that statement that he said really it's very telling on the mess that is this episode. I also think there was a point with the the Ashley and Ben podcast where he was like he was like, I was so caught up and I, you know, had them each like kind of compartmentalized and I was like I saw their reaction to me telling them I love them and I was like so into this whole thing. And then it was after my fantasy suite with Gabby that I realized in an interview, oh, I'm going to hurt people. And I was like, that seems very late in the game to be realizing that. And then Ashley countered him with that and said, so then why did you go to Susie and tell her you loved her if you knew even at that point you were going to hurt people? And he was like, well, I mean, I wasn't going to not tell her because I loved loved her the most. most. (laughs) Oh my God, that whole thing. Vizzy hard seltzer. I just, I love a good hard seltzer, but you know, I always want to make sure I'm taking care of my body. Well, you can with Vizzy hard seltzer that's made with antioxidants, vitamin C. First of all, it tastes great. It's a delicious drink. And when you're out there uh, enjoying the outdoors, might be out on the boat. Uh, Who maybe, knows? You know, it's cold in a lot of part of the countries right now. Maybe you're indoors. Either way, it's delicious and it has a, uh, well, a little kick in it, a little fun. But you can still get that antioxidant vitamin C. My favorite flavor, in case you're curious, is their uh, black cherry lime. They also have papaya passion fruit, watermelon strawberry, black cherry lemon, and raspberry tangerine, uh, blueberry pomegranate. The list can go on and on. Vizzy hard seltzer that passes the vibe check. Vizzy is a vibe. So get your vibe on, get your Vizzy on, and drink hard seltzer with uh, antioxidant vitamin C. Did you see that Vizzy just launched the first nationwide mimosa hard seltzer? Mm. Like, we already like mimosas on the weekends anyways. They've just made it better and more convenient. With the antioxidant vitamin Correct. C. Correct. Yeah. Uh, to find out where you can purchase Vizzy, go to VizzyHardSeltzer.com slash V-I-A-L-L. That's VizzyHardSeltzer.com slash V-I-A-L-L to get updates on their latest flavor drops and more. Sign up for their emails at VizzyHardSeltzer.com slash subscribe. That's VizzyHardSeltzer.com slash subscribe. Must be 21 years or older. You should always be comfortable and relaxed, and you can do that with Brooke Linen. That's right, the eighth wonder of the world, as I like to say, and Allie now mocks me. They have the most amazing sheets. Uh, All their uh, products are of the most highest quality. Sheets, duvet covers, comforters, robes, towels, hand towels, loungewear. I mean, you've heard the story of Cindy returning my Christmas gift I gave her and demanding Brooklyn and loungewear. Uh, You know it's good. The best part of Brooklyn is that uh, it's easy on the wallet. And easy on your skin. So comfortable. Winter hibernation may be behind us, but it's uh, a good night's sleep is always in season. You deserve the best. And Brooklyn has the comfort covered with a lineup of cozy essentials made for relaxation. By working with directly with suppliers, Brooklyn is able to cut out the markups and, and passes those savings on to you, the customer. So if you haven't gotten any Brooklyn products yet, you are missing out and you need to stop doing that. So 
Uh, it also makes a great gift. You can be a hero in the gift giving department. Uh, great for your kids all going off to college, or it's they have so many comfortable, wonderful options that everyone is ex- excited to receive, especially you. Go to brooklinen.com and use promo code V-I-A-L-L for $20 off your first purchase of $100 or more. That is B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com and enter promo code V-I-A-L-L for $20 off your purchase today. Brooklinen, the curators of comfort. I think he centered his journey above all else. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. he went into this thinking, I'm falling in love. This is my love journey. And I've said it before. It's really hard to be the lead. You're, he is the only one who has pressure to end an engagement. So I, I empathize with Clayton from that point of view. But if you are trying to build a relationship with any of these women, The Bachelor is not fi- about finding love on a TV show. It's about finding love that you have hopefully a chance to like be successful in the real world. So like all of his decisions seem to be just focused on like, well, I'm just here to find love on The Bachelor. And he is not in any way focused in thinking at all about how are any of my decisions going to impact any of these relationships if I do, in fact, get engaged. It was, he, it, he's only thinking about his feelings and love for himself. And he's not thinking or checking in at any point with these women being like, what's, like, how do you feel? Like, what are your thoughts on these topics or situations like adapt his only expect like we talk about this all the time on the uh ask nick which by the way great episode on monday go back and listen (laughs) quick side note important week just a reminder you're listening to this recap uh tomorrow night we will be recapping what is even more nuts uh ali barthwell will be with us you know her you love her she's been with us before and either Susie. Rachel or Gabby will be with us after AFR, we've been told. So I don't know who. Honestly, all three of them will be a dynamite uh, interview. uh, And they'll be coming directly from AFR to this studio. So sorry. We had to just remind our audience about (laughs) that. But setting up for expectations, like that avoids conflict. And it seems like Clayton's only expectation of these women is to like be, well, you know what you signed up for. Yeah. And that's it. And like he has, I guess, the right to feel that way, but it doesn't exactly avoid you like hurting the feelings of people you claim to love. If he has that, you know, that mindset of like, oh, well, this is what you signed up for. But also, like, has he never watched the show before? Like, there's been like plenty of bachelors where like you simply don't sleep with the women so that you like the easiest way would be to have the conversations with you know all the women ahead of time but like i feel like that's also unrealistic yeah i mean i don't think clayton's watched much of the bachelor before so i think i I think there is that (laughs) we know now (laughs) i think he was just like told the rules he like might have watched one season like all right i guess so like i i get to pick yeah free for all and i get to have a fantasy suite with all three it was just like i get to do this Mm -hmm. and they know and they know that I get to do this. Yeah. And they tell me to explore things. So I'm going to explore things. Like, that's the thing. It's just like, when, again, like when I, like I think, like I've talked, had plenty of conversations with other leads and you, you, you have to start being like, you, you realize that I was the bachelor mm-hmm. doesn't get you very far with conversations with your fiance 
uh, right. <laughs> after it's done. You're just like, there's a little bit of like, hey, like, you you can't, if, if your fiance is going to get mad at you that you're like kissing five girls on the group date with 17 women, like, like, babe, like, I don't, yeah. what do you, I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't know, you know, <laughs> right? <laughs> but like towards the end, you, know. you, you are asking people, Clayton is asking these women by proxy of being the bachelor. Yeah. They signed up for it. Sure. But like, that's the thing. Clayton's just not empathizing. He is yeah. just taking it so literally like they signed up for this, you know, yeah. and that's all he's saying. He's not being like, yeah, they signed up for us. But now I've asked these women like he has. He hasn't given any thought of what he's personally asking these women to do. Like, he is, like, deciding that these women signed up for it. The show laid some ground rules, up for expectations, and that's it. But personally, as he's getting to know these women, and they're opening up to him, just forgetting about the show, he is personally asking these women to be vulnerable and expose themselves and throw caution to the wind and watch him simultaneously build connections with other people and he's still deciding to say i still don't really have to worry about your feelings and or yeah. consider how my actions are going to impact that and that's which nuts. I, I think it obviously it's like later on in the episode but Gabby obviously agrees with you because she says several times to put himself in her shoes. Yes. yes. She's, in her position. Mm -hmm. And she, he, it doesn't seem to register it with, doesn't. with him. Nope. Uh, the episode kicks off uh, with, with Clayton with and Jesse's Je conversation. Clayton and Church. Beautiful Church. Oh, yeah. Church. I, I think, like, Jesse's done a good job this season. I really, I, overall, I think he's, you know, he, it's like, especially early on, he, like, looks the part. He's, he's, he's nice, but, like, these these episodes and this drama is, I think, what a lot of people wonder how he would play a role in this stuff. <laughs> I think it's just comical that Jesse keeps saying things like an AFR or like when Clayton was crying, be like, I just I just need help. Pan to Jesse coming in. And he just sits there. Jesse literally said to Clayton after like the fight with Susie, and Jesse just looks him straight in the eye and goes, Yeah. That was crazy. That was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? He's and then like he was a like, placeholder. All right, man. Yeah. Hope this was helpful. Pass hey, him, he, leave. He, he, All right, brother. I Bye. just, I don't know why Jesse keeps saying like how much he was there for Clayton. There's like yeah. this thing where like between Clayton and Jesse, there's like, yeah, I was there for you. And Clayton's like, yeah, I, you were there for me. And I'm just like. <laughs> You're like, when? How? <laughs> yeah. And what? Jesse's just like, yeah. And so just so you know, the two women, rose ceremony. Oh, he is the host. I so it's like if you're gonna be the host and you don't want to be a mentor, just be the host. But the fact that the show is trying to have him also play the role of mentor, and he just is recapping. Yeah. He's like, so like you pissed off Susie, she's gone. All right, you have Rachel and Gabby. There's a rose ceremony tonight. They're expecting you to propose. So like, what are you gonna do? Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll see you later. I'm gonna go take a spa. And then Clayton was like, and I just have to be fully vulnerable with them and transparent and like they might leave. And Jesse was like, so they might leave because yeah. you're being fully honest and transparent with them. That's what you want to do, brother? Okay. All right. See brother. you later. Just recap. <laughs> it's fucking wild. Uh, anyway, so he goes in the rose ceremony. He attempted to be honest, I suppose. But like, is the rose ceremony the, the, the environment in which, how would you ladies feel? Uh, like, to, I, what I found, fa like, this this episode wasn't about sex at all. Like, 
at all, which I actually quite liked. This was about communication communication and words of affirmation Mm -hmm. and what love means to different people. That being said, if, if you guys could put your, imagine yourselves on The Bachelor. I can't put myself in someone else's shoes, actually. I'm like Clayton in that way. (laughs) (laughs) It's impossible to know. (laughs) Would you have wanted Clayton to like knock on your door, walk into the room and, and be honest then? Or, you know, just think you're coming in for a rose ceremony. You got to think about the beats too. Like Rachel and, and Gabby have probably seen the show before. And you know when it's on the final th- three, there's been other seasons where that third person doesn't show up before The Bachelor does. Yeah. And you're like, oh shit, I've like made it. You know, yeah. like try not to smile, shocked, but like, yes, you know. And there's a little bit of that. It happened to me on Andy's season. And then, so like, he's already setting them up and then he's like, so I got to tell you something. Would you, lady, would you have wanted to like find out? Even though it seems like Rachel and Gabby prepared themselves for the fact that Clayton might be intimate. So that being said, would you have wanted to find out standing next to the person? Or like it seemed like that was unnecessarily like it seemed like it might have felt a little awkward. I don't know. Thoughts? Well, first of all. No, would not have wanted to find out that way, especially next to, you know, the woman that he also slept with. I feel like there could have been a way better way to do that, like ahead of time separately. That being said, I think that he should have told them prior to the rose ceremony also, because you got to think they're like in the rose ceremony. They got to say, you know, will you accept this rose? Yes or no. And he tells them all this really heavy information and what do they have? Like 10 minutes to process it before they got to say yes or no? So uh, it's like... They have as long as they need. That probably yeah, I guess forever. so. But yeah. I mean, I guess, I don't know. I feel like I would have needed more time to process on my own rather than being like swarmed by, you know, producers and the pressure of already being at the rose ceremony. Yeah, that would have been ideal, but it is yeah, The no. Bachelor. Yeah, exactly. I know. But I've, I, I do think Clayton could have knocked on like what in real in real time like had he said i'm not going to do this at the rose ceremony it would have still been like an hour before and either way there would have they could have been not a rose ceremony like for example like hometowns on my season i had sent home christina and i was just like there's only four of you left Mm -hmm. and they watched me send christina home because i like knocked on their door and pulled her aside and you know it's part of the show but um and so I just gave them all roses. I was like, I'm not going to put you through a rose ceremony. Yeah. Uh, and some of those conversations, like, you can have with producers. I was like, how about we just, how about, there's only four left. How about, like, how about I not put them through this? And they were mm-hmm. like, okay. And so, like, he has some say in that. Okay. I don't think he knows that he has some say in that. Yeah. I think he's like. I'm the bachelor. I have to do <laughs> everything. Yeah, I can't argue. I can't speak my mind. Like, I don't know. I feel like he doesn't think he can do that. I think you're probably right. And I'm just wondering, you know, so many people, like, we talk about the producers on the show plenty, right? And there are times where we suggest that maybe, or other people suggest, or certainly cast people complain that, well, the producers told me, like, to say this. And it's always like, when things don't go well for cast, they like to say that some of their choices and their words weren't really their choices or their words. Okay. 
certainly I've always referred to them as the friend who tells you to buy the boat. Like they're not necessarily looking to give you the most sage advice at times, but like, do we want the producers to not say anything at all and just let people be themselves? You know, because it's like either the producers are telling, giving you bad advice or they're not saying anything at all. And I've seen a lot of times where producers give them good advice, like not just the lead. There are plenty of times where people are, are like, hey, man, I think I should do this. They're like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that will go very well for you. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so do we think what role should the producers play if if because it, it doesn't it seem like Clayton, even when he like does these interviews and when he talks to Jesse, he has a very like he seems very sure of himself at times where he's just like, no, I'm going to do like, he's, he's going about being the bachelor, like kind of like how he, he's a football player. And Clayton mm -hmm. gives the kind of energy that in football, I just, I have to muscle. He muscles through things. Like when he lift weights, when he's like, I just, I'm just going to run through this line. I'm just going to run through these. And it, it feels like Clayton's just wants to like, when he feels like challenged he just muscles through things it, there's no kind of nuance or kind of like hey let's take a step back it's just like once i've decided to do something he just he has this like i'm gonna do this i'm i have to be honest with these women so like fuck it row ceremony and it, it's like i it's almost as if he he knew telling these women would be incredibly difficult and challenging he's like i'm gonna have to tell him i had sex with both of them. I'm going to tell them I was in love with them. And it was almost like, yeah, good for me. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? It's like he, like he was going to rise to the challenge. The big problem I have with his like so-called admission of the truth and his full transparency was the fact that he left out a really important part. And if I just wondering how, especially with the Gabby stuff, only really a mat, I can just not so sure if we'd still have two women meeting uh, Clayton's parents had Clayton been like, especially when Gabby had like left and Clayton goes down. And if Clayton would have been like, yeah, one more thing. Um, sorry. I, I may have told Susie that I love her the most. <laughs> yeah. A rather large omission of the truth when talking to these women about having like the sex like irrelevant at this point they're they're both just focused on him saying i'm in love and gabby's just i love how gabby was just like you can't you know when she said you can't measure love interesting enough i think people could debate that i think people so i think there's some people who could say like i i love a lot of people and i have a better connection with this person than that person you could debate that but i i still loved in the context of this environment where you have three people and the whole goal is to find one that you should not be measuring your love for those people. Like, yeah. And also she said uh, when he was like, I have love for all three of you in different ways. She's like, yeah, but then you're counteracting that by saying that in the end you're going to choose the person that you love the most. Yeah. And if you're saying you love us all in three different ways, then how do you know who you love the most if well, you're saying it's, you know. Say. Yeah. But he like yeah. he failed to mention that. Like what a huge omission. And I don't and I, weirdly enough, I don't think Clayton was trying to lie. You know what I'm saying? Do you think that he was deliberately leaving that out, like lying about it? 
the whole thing just felt very slimy to me, especially it just felt like like Natalie and I were talking. He said the same thing basically to both of them of, but I love you in different ways. And the love I have for you is different than what Everything I have for I Rachel. Said stands true. Yeah. And, and yeah. yeah. And then he's like, and then one day the other love will just fade away and I'll have the one. Like it just was very, it felt very sales pitchy because he was convincing them to stay. And I was just like, if you knew at that point that Susie was the most, and maybe he, whatever at that point was still like, whatever, she's gone. So I just have these two. It just felt yeah. like he wanted as many options as possible. And when one of them left and then he was down to one, he panicked and was just throwing everything at Gabby T to make her stay. T totally. Yeah. I mean, like, again, I think it was because... And when I say I don't know if I think he was... Like, I don't think he was consciously being like, I'm, I have to leave this out. I think, again, I think it's about him centering his love journey for himself. And it was like, Susie's gone. So, like, Susie's irrelevant now. I'm still the bachelor. And I believe that he... I think he's, you're seeing a guy who's confusing having a connection with people with love. Like, he's confusing chemistry and a connection with being in love. And I think Clayton has a lot of growing up to do. And I don't even mean that, like, to try to be a jerk. I think he has, he's very inexperienced when it comes to dating and relationship, it seems. And I think you're seeing what feels like the 16-year-old version of trying to, like, understand your feelings. Mm. And you... You compound that with him being The Bachelor and taking no time to, like, empathize with these women, as Gabby pointed out beautifully. And he's just like, yeah, well, Susie's, Susie's not here. So it's, like, kind of <laughs> irrelevant. And it's, I think that's nuts. I think it's nuts for him to think that way. And I think if he just took any time to empathize with these women, rather than being like, I adapt. Adapt. Because I'm adapting. So you should adapt. I, is... A wild approach. <laughs> I think it's nuts that they, after he told Gabby and Rachel this whole scenario, that they then were just going to continue on with the rose ceremony. Like, and then whoever he chose to come up to get the rose first, the other person's like, well, he loves them more than me. That was, so, the, that um, was maybe the most important, like, <laughs> who goes first. And you can see it in Gabby's face. As soon as he said Rachel, she was like, Okay. She was like, I'm done. Yeah. I'm that out. So that was awkward. it. Like, yeah. if he would have called her first, I'd be like, maybe okay. she would have And she's like, that was it. My <laughs> last reason. I can't. Yeah. Interestingly enough, the order of the roses is not, it's not relevant. And it's definitely a, a tool. But I do feel like combining the, the points of what you asked of like, should he have knocked on their door and done it earlier? The fact that it was in a rose ceremony, I feel like then his words of like, oh, it doesn't matter if you accept the rose or not. You have, you know, take some time. It, it doesn't matter to me if you say yes or say no. Like, it's completely up to you. That I didn't feel like they were as genuine because if he would have knocked on their door at 2 p.m. and given them five hours to figure that out, as opposed to like Natalie said, it just went straight on in. I was like, you, and then Rachel had to ask for a moment. She was like, can I excuse myself? And then they both went and had their, yeah. their yeah. sobs. Well, yeah. when, when Clayton said, you know, just so you know, you don't have to accept this rose. I thought that was also a really weird thing to say. And he, this is like a theme with Clayton in these, in, in these episodes. He says something that you can tell he thinks he's trying to be a gentleman and nice. Like he, he has the best intentions. But this, uh, th these episodes are a perfect example of you can have the best intentions and still be reckless with people's hearts if you choose not to ever empathize with their point of view. 
Because like, don't you think it's kind of weird to give permission to people to not have to accept a rose? But I think Clayton's literally like, oh, just so you know, I mean, I know I'm the bachelor, but like, you don't have to say yes. <laughs> you know, I, and I think he's like, literally, that's his mindset where he's just like, I don't want you to like, feel like you have to because I know I'm the bachelor. Even though like he says it, like, it, it's just wild. And I think he's so laser focused on the fact that he's the bachelor. You, you know what I think this episode is a, a, a cautionary tale to? All the people who tell themselves everything happens for a reason. Because this oh is what get, this is what thinking everything happens for a reason gets you. And if I had to guess, and I think he's already said it, I think he said it on our podcast. He might not. Have, I don't know. I'm. I could be wrong. I think you could probably play some tape where you find Clayton some point this season saying everything happens for a reason with Rachel because she's like, I feel that way too. Yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, Amanda. and the people didn't he also say that when Susie was leaving or something along those lines when she was getting in the car? Oh, that's when he references faith. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That was like, was... as a man of faith, <laughs> I believe everything happens for yeah, a reason. Yeah, exactly. So I'm going to let you go. Listen, and listen he's not the only one. A lot of the women have said this season, but like everything, ha when people like to say everything happens for a reason, it's usually in a very difficult, challenging time. And people love to say it is a like is an alternative to like considering their own individual choices and how their choices played a role into the situation they find themselves to be involved in. Yeah. And I honestly think that like Clayton was just like, oh well Susie left. And even though I love her the most, I'm gonna convince myself that everything happens for a reason. And I have these two women who I do like I believe that Clayton feels strongly for Gabby and Rachel. And he's just like, well everything happens for a reason. So I guess because I'm the bachelor, I can pursue these women and he's convincing himself. And that's this that's the bullshit that can get that that can happen when you just like decide to tell yourself everything happens for a reason, as opposed to like taking accountability for your choices and how they might like impact the people around you. Also, he when he's down there with Gabby and she's like I guess when he she finally agrees to stay, I don't remember the exact dialogue, but he could have been like, you know what? stay right here, goes and gets the rose and asks her, to, but instead you, yep. makes her come back up, stand in the <laughs> I rose thought ceremony. That was so it's nuts. awkward. It's nuts. It I don't like 100% blame Clayton for that. Sure. I but think whoever it's a it was, show it was thing, nuts. but what, he, and maybe this is just him being who he is. And I think there have been other leads who have been like, Hey guys, no, this is nuts. Like, I'm going to be a human here. I'm not going to be the bachelor, you know? And I feel like Clayton was just like, no. And I, 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 I don't, what I think hap happened in these uh, situations is that the producers stay out of, stayed out of Clayton's way. Yeah. Mm. Like, you just got this on your own, buddy. <laughs> and do we think they should have stepped in more or if Clayton was just like, I want to do this. I want to tell these women at the rose ceremony. I need to be honest with them. I need to tell them. Do we think they should have been like, maybe do it a different way or because their main job is to make good TV. Do they just let the guy who's very confident in what he wants to do, do what he wants to do? Let him do what he wants to do. I don't yeah. Know. I mean, part of me wants to be like, okay, the producers are human. And if he were to talk to them, they would be like, ah, oh, you maybe should do this in a different way. But then, you know, a bigger part of me is like, at the end of the day, 
they're working for the show. And they had to have known that, you know, by him doing that at the rose ceremony was going to cause absolute chaos. I want to believe that, like, they would help him. But then at the same time, I'm like, ah, but it is still showbiz. It's very, like, it's, so. It's very nuanced. Yeah. I, in my experience with working with him, if you are sincere on a human level and say, I really need some, like, human advice, what do you think I should do? I think they usually give you good advice, especially okay. on this level. But if Clayton was, like, I know what I need to do. I want, this is how I want to do it. They might just be like, just back out. And yeah. if he doesn't ask, like, what you think I should do? And he's just like, you know, when I play football, I just, <laughs> that's how, yeah. it's like how he goes about it. He's just like, I just, yeah. I'm just, you gotta just fight, very, like, fight for the extra yard. So I'm gonna go and fight for the extra yard. And, and they're like, okay, well, that's one way to do it. He's like very uh, in like his way. He's probably not getting that like good of genuine advice. And he's like, like you said, the whole, going back to the whole, well, I'm the bachelor, so I know what's best and I need to do this. And, I'm not going to take advice from everybody else. Like, I'm just going to go for it. What was he thinking when, after Gabby left, I mean, if he doesn't end up with Gabby, kind <laughs> of an, thinking about you're an ass. But she, yeah. you're she an asshole. asked him that. This. She was like, your words don't hold weight. Well, like, what's to stop you from saying all this to me now and then sending me home? And I think that was pre-Rose ceremony, but the same thing stands now that she's accepted this other Rose. There's still a huge amount of doubt, mm. rightfully so. Because she's like, yeah, you say you love me, but you told everyone so do else we, that, too. So do you think, do we take a little bit of the heat off of Clayton just because Gabby had chose to accept the rose knowing? I mean, the only thing she doesn't know is that he loves Susie the most. So there is that. But minus that, she is accepting a rose from Clayton knowing that he loves Rachel and Gabby. So she knows that she can still get hurt. But I just think it's a real ass move to Gabby decide to like, you know what? I've had enough. Mm. You know, try to take her power back a little bit. Clayton goes and tries to talk to her and then pleads with her to, to stay. All because he's just like, well, I still don't know. You know, and it's just like, all right. If you take Clayton's words at face value, like he doesn't know between Gabby and Rachel. And I actually believe that. I believe that Susie was his favorite. She left. Now he's like, he has to reassess. He's just like, oh, well, she was my favorite, but I love, love them, which that's the thing. It's just after like he, he met his, her parent, his, Clayton met the parents, right? And even Clayton's family was just like, you don't love them the same. Can we talk about Clayton's dad, though? Clayton's dad was pro all of the women anti-Clayton from the start. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I he thought, was like, oh my gosh. can't blame him. <laughs> yeah. I thought Clayton's family was, they seemed very sweet and nice. And honestly, like, good currency for Clayton. Because I don't think, I don't think Clayton's a bad guy. I don't think people should be saying all these nasty things online. I think he might be well-intentioned. I just think he is immature. I think he doesn't. I don't think he knows what love means. I think he's confusing connections and chemistry with love. And I think he got selfish and didn't take the time to empathize. But like, yeah, I think his family was fan absolutely fantastic. And his dad was great. And they all make sense. It was, it was, was it this episode? Yeah, it was this episode where like his family was just like, you don't love him the same. Yeah. 
because it was at the end of this episode that he did the whole monologue about realizing that it's Susie. It's Susie. Yeah. yeah. And then and we're left on a cliff well, on a cliff. Well, he still kept, he still has unanswered he he still has unanswered questions with Susie. But it kind of reminded me of like when when I introduced Raven and Vanessa to my parents, they met Raven first. They liked Raven, they thought she was sweet, and as soon as Vanessa walked in, I could tell I could tell that they knew that I was like without even they knew I was going to pick Vanessa without even really within the first five minutes, you know, the combination of just like they'd seen women I had dated before. It was just like, you know, Raven was just very different from what I used to date. They just didn't see it as much. Right. So like, you know, Clayton's family sees it. They're just like, what do you mean? You the same, you know? Mm -hmm. And Clayton, I think what, I think this is all about Susie. I think his confusion with Rachel and Gabby has everything to do with the fact that he does, in fact, love Susie mm -hmm. the most. But I just think, at the end of the day, it is insanely reckless towards Gabby and Rachel. Like, the only one who doesn't know that he loves Susie the most is Gabby and Rachel. Susie knows. Clayton knows. Seems like his family knows. We, the audience, know. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. now, when they watch this back, it just seems like everything that Clayton said to like Gabby, specifically Gabby, because like, and Rachel too, it just seemed like a lie mm -hmm. because it was just like, but if you told them that you loved Susie the most, like Gabby definitely would not have stayed. Oh no. Like Rachel might've fought. Cause I think, you know, I, it seems like from our standpoint, like I think Rachel is, <laughs> agrees with us. And, and that is the connection we see between Rachel and Clayton is the strongest. Do you mm, yeah, agree? Absolutely. Yeah. I was actually going to ask who you um, who you thought Clayton's parents liked more. And then I was going to be like, why do you think it's Rachel? <laughs> like, because yeah. it's very, I was always team Rachel because I thought that they always had the strongest connection. I mean, I see the connection between Clayton and all, you know, all the women, but I always thought it was the strongest with Rachel. And then when he's like, Oh, but I'm in love with Susie the most. I think it was Clayton's dad that was like, I think you're obsessed with the idea of the person that got away, yeah. the one that got away. Mm -hmm. So now I'm thinking, like, is that also playing into, oh, like, I'm in love with Susie the most, like, because she's the one that got away? Because I thought that he also had the strongest connection with Rachel, although he's saying that he loves Susie the most. I think we all can be confused about our feelings. Yeah. We, we all have, have had bad pickers in the past. We've all chased validation like Clayton yeah. wouldn't be the first one to make that mistake in this atmosphere and it could be as simple as as focusing on on that I yeah I think uh I think well definitely Clayton's mom loves Rachel yeah. the most mm -hmm. I find it interesting how uh Clayton's dad told Gabby that he respects the fact that she walked away and mm -hmm. then Clayton's mother told Rachel that it speaks volumes that she stayed. That she stayed. Yep. You, so but like, you know why? You know why though? Like when when Rachel was talking to uh, uh, Clayton's mom, like Cl Rachel was talking about Clayton in such a way that made Clayton's mom feel so prideful about her son. She was this. Rachel's the only one who has really taken the time to explain why she feels the way 
She does about her son, including Clayton. For all the I love you's that Clayton's throwing around, like they're just like t-shirts at a basketball game at a halftime show, be like, hey, want an I love you? I got one for you. Not once has he articulated to any of these women what he loves about them. Not once. And I understand it's The Bachelor, but like when you, it's one thing to like watch a Bachelor or a Bachelorette go on a one-on-one and the next day go on another one-on-one or on a group date have these like conversations. But like during this rose ceremony from hell, like the fact that he was going back and forth and just being like, no, but I love you. And then like, and he was fighting with both of these women fighting. You know what I'm saying? Like having these like intense conversations with both these women at the same time, just kind of going back and forth all while saying, I love you to both of them. And we've never seen anything like that. I don't think so. Just like so kind of flippantly like going back and forth, like having these like trying to convince both these women to stay all while like he was... He he was using I love you. It's not it's definitely not love bombing because he but he was very much using the word in a way that was like a tool. You know what I'm saying? Like, like make them feel more secure than they actually are. But I are. believe that he believed that he you know what I'm saying? Like I don't yeah. think he was doing like he I think he thinks that that feeling. I think he's very much confuses connections and chemistry with love. He's probably confusing love and lust. Sure. Because he's probably like, I mean, I don't think But like, I I think it's more of a connection. Yeah, no, exactly. I think like, I don't want to like deny the fact that he's in love with all three of them. Like, I think. I do. Really. In the constructs of this show, like every time he says, the fact that he said, I love Susie the most, he should be able to recognize to himself, I like all these women. I respect Mm -hmm. all these women. I have chemistry with all these women. But I have stronger feelings for Susie. I must love her. Yeah. And I like these people. I, I care for them. I I love them as people. But in love? Uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he's, he's like playing games with semantics with himself. I, you know, in a sense that like, it's his, it's the job of the bachelor. And that's one thing if he's taking this job so literally to like <laughs> figure out who he does in fact like the most. Yeah. So just, Clayton, replace love with like, you yeah. know? It, it's I like, feel like I've never seen... And decide to, like, hold the word love for the person you decide yeah. is the last person standing. I don't know. It was such a contrast for me, like, because I ended up watching Matt James' season late in the game. And then when I watched it, he only said, I think he said to Rachel on that season where he was like, oh, like, I think I'm falling in love with you or whatever. But he, like, really steered away from it. And then we go into this season and I'm watching it and he's just, like, dropping L-bombs. I don't know. Yeah, I think Matt I think James right is a perfect that. example where he was very careful with his words. Yeah. You get, like, it's it's just insane to me that you get to that point and show no empathy for the people mm-hmm. You're clearly putting through, when you're the lead, you know that you're kind of emotionally torturing people. And that is the part you unfortunately sign up for. And as the lead, I know I did, and I think a lot of people before me, like the stress I felt was the awareness of, I knew like I was going to hurt people, right? Like, and I was very careful about the words I said, because I was just like, I just, who, when I when I break up with Rachel, when I break up with with Raven, yeah, I, I'm probably like I feel feel bad, but it's all gonna make sense to them. 
Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they're not going to be like, but why did he say this? And why did he say that? I didn't say anything that they couldn't like be like, yeah, but he wouldn't have said this if, mm-hmm. if, if he was going to pick someone else. And cause I, and honestly, because it had happened to me. So I was like, I was going to be very careful. And Matt James is another example of like, he was very deliberate mm-hmm. and, and Matt James had even less experience yeah. than Clayton had. So like, I think it comes down to people. Some people are better at empathizing and more considerate and don't take advantage of the situations they get put in. Like it's just recognizing the power dynamic that you have in every relationship. There are moments where you feel a little more confident than your partner. And if you, or feel a little bit more in power or more in control and some people like weaponize that and some people like want to maintain an even playing field with their partner and always take the time to like, you know, put themselves in their shoes and empathize and say, let me, let me just try to think where you're coming from. And Clayton's just, it's not registering with him like at all. <laughs> Hate to take a left turn here, but um, I find it so funny that they kept in the brother telling Rachel that his parents want to buy an Airbnb. Oh, there. He said Airbnb <laughs> twice. Yeah. What? Like, did Airbnb pay for everything this episode? Because they said it twice. And yeah. then who was, was it Rachel or Gabby's date? And she's like, this is beautiful. And he goes, Rachel. my parents found it on, on Airbnb. Airbnb. Was, it the same, was it the same brother? Oh, who cares? They were both spokespeople yeah. for it. Like, no, but what my guess is, is that they thought they were being funny. The brothers. Like, yeah. oh, this is going to be a joke. And The Bachelor loves to pretend that, like, I don't know why they do this, but they love to pretend that, like, these family, like, get on the flights on their own and book their, like, you know, like, this organic, well, I guess, they used they to do to this. come see you guys. Like, they, yeah, yeah. They, used, they used to pretend that the lead would set up the dates. They would almost, they stopped doing that, but, like, the lead, they would almost, they used to have the lead say things like, well, I have a really great date plan for you. And sometimes they, they do that, too, where they would have, like, alumni show up and, like, I think it was, like, uh, I remember when they had Ben like host a, a obstacle course a couple of seasons ago and like they made Ben go, I, I, it was for Matt James's season. It was like, I planned a really good date for you. It's like, no, you didn't. And I don't know why, <laughs> I don't know why they, they did, they, they do that. And I, I think they, I, for some reason they love that. So I, my guess is the brother thought he was being funny. And sometimes when you're like, you have one joke planned you just kind of keep repeating it until you get the laugh that you want and he said it twice and i think the show is like perfect this is great like (laughs) he's literally saying you know we'll just make it seem like they had to get an airbnb that's my guess i don't know i think but back to clayton's mom i think rachel made clayton's mom feel very good about her son Mm -hmm. and i think and it was right you it was right after Rachel was like, this is why your son is so amazing and how much I love him. And Rachel, I think, made Clayton's mom think that, like, this woman's going to really love my son. Mm-hmm. And, and then she was like, yeah, I, I, I think it's just really telling that you stayed. You know, like, I think at that point, she kind of low-key threw Gabby under the yeah. bus. I don't think she was trying to, but I think she, you could tell, like, Clayton's mom was like, this is who my sh- son should pick, for sure. She obviously mm-hmm. didn't, like the fact that Susie walked away and then she I mean Gabby walking away as well I think she just is not a fan of anyone who could almost give up her son because they were really pushing back 
during, I mean, at the very end of the episode because he was trying to explain, like, what this big thing was. And they were like, no, she walked away. She is done. And he was like, you weren't there, mom. (laughs) (laughs) Interestingly enough, I kind of understood what Clayton was saying because I just wish Clayton would have been like, yeah, but mom, I was an asshole to her. And that's what he was kind of trying to say is that because at the end of the day, Clayton sent Susie home, even though Susie walked out. And yeah, maybe Susie would have ended up leaving. That's entirely possible. But we don't entirely know. Like, Susie walked out. Clayton walked out. Got no good advice from Jesse Palmer. And then flipped, per a, usual. <laughs> flipped a switch and was just kind of like, you've changed. Get the hell out of here. Yeah. And I think that's what Clayton was trying to articulate to his parents without just saying, can I be honest? I was an asshole to her. And if I were in her shoes after thinking it back, I would have left too. It's, it's that whole thing that's like, I may forgive you, but my mom won't. Yeah. <laughs> like once you tell your mom some, a fight that you and your boyfriend had or something, right. she like will never forgive them. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's go back to the rose ceremony of hell. Quick circle back. (laughs) The amount of crying audio that we heard throughout the entire rose ceremony. Gosh, I was like, whoa. No, I'm pretty sure it was the same clip of Rachel. A couple sobs that they just had on a loop. (laughs) It's entirely possible that it was edited. Right. No, because he said maybe turned up, but he was like, I'm sitting here listening to them both cry. He definitely heard them. (laughs) So I think it's a combination of he definitely heard them. Like you could hear him in a distance, but like for like a fact, they were just like, turn up that volume. But like he, when Jesse, (laughs) Jesse comes down from the stairs and he does this thing that guys all do when they're wearing a really good watch. You kind of like jerk out your arm like that. And so like kinda, it like goes down. So yeah. like the shirt comes up and the watch comes out and Jesse does that and kind of like fixes his suit as he's walking down the steps and just goes, wow. That was, <laughs> like, that was crazy. And while they're talking, it, I, Gabby was iconic this episode. <laughs> and, and it's more, more of the same going forward. G- Gabby was absolutely iconic. And when she walks past... <laughs> Jesse and Clayton having a conversation. It was just, I also think, like, again, I don't think that's Jesse's fault, but what a bad time to, like, have have a catch-up. Like, and again, I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's on Clayton, because, like, I think Clayton is a tough spot there. He just, like, is awkwardly standing there. Just, like, um, because, yeah, it would have been, like, hey, we all crucified Ari when he broke up with with Becca for not giving Becca the space to just let her cry. And he, and Ari kept like following her and being like, are you okay? Or it was like, it came across as very, just kind of nuts. So like, I am like, but there's also two of them. So whoever he goes to comfort first, right. it's the same right. thing as the Rose. That's mm-hmm. a huge sign right there. Who does he chase? No, I know. So yeah. what I'm saying is I understand that he's standing there, but so they have Jesse come down and it's just like a weird debrief. It's just a weird time to like have like a debrief on all while offering absolutely no guidance, like whatsoever. <laughs> wow, that was 
That was a lot. How do you feel? Damn, that sucks, basically. Like Rachel sobbing, missing a nail is me. (laughs) I felt so bad. I was like, it's just, and it's the middle finger, too. I was like, you poor lady. (laughs) It happens to the best of us. It really does. If you lose a press-on, you're done. Yeah, that was also just, like, such raw footage on the show. Like, I think that was when we talked so much about, like, the difference between, like, Bachelor world versus real world. Like, watching the way that Rachel was upset was, like, so, like, anchored it for me in, like, real human emotion. She's like, I can't breathe. I'm like, I know that feeling. She undid her thing. I was like, oh my gosh. She also, I mean, this is totally random side note, but when she was sobbing and her makeup was staying on, I was like, I want to know what you're using. Amen. She's like, bawling her eyes out and she's like tapping away and she still looks beautiful. I was like, what is going on? I also, going back to, you know, Rose Harmer from Hell, when he asked Gabby, you know, will you accept this rose? I thought, as you were saying, Gabby's just been iconic. I don't know why, but I just thought it was so funny how she walks up and she basically was like, no, I can't. Like, just so straight-faced was like, he's like, do you accept this rose? She goes, like, no. She's been straight-faced, <laughs> like, I think, the entire yeah. season. She's a very monotone mm-hmm. woman. Mm-hmm. And I kind of like that about her. Yeah, except yeah. that this episode, you got to see full-on. When when Clayton comes out and he goes, this is not going to be easy to say. Like, Gabby knows. And her oh, face my goes. Gosh. Like, her yep. facial expressions this episode have been absolute dynamite. When Gabby was talking to Clayton, I love that Gabby very calmly said she like recognized that like well Susie's not here and knowing what I know now I find that very concerning about why Susie isn't here you know like you you could reckon you recognize that Gabby could tell that like it was unclear whether Susie sent herself home or it's like I think you could tell that Gabby's trying to get to the bottom of if Clayton in fact loves Susie the most it's and like it you, was it was really funny because she was like, tell me what happened last night. She was like, Susie's not here. So I'm just going off of your word. They had this little whatever. And then he was like, yeah. So um, she asked me if I had been intimate with either of you. And she was like, we don't need all the details. She was like, you don't need to go into the details. Because like, yeah, she didn't give a fuck about that. What she wanted, you could tell she wanted to know. Regardless of who Clayton ends up with, if any of them, I want to know what Gabby and Rachel what they were thinking watching this back, knowing that he said, I love you the most to, to Susie. Because like, you know, this is one of those cases like you te- I think Gabby is going to, and every, has every right to be, if, if Clayton doesn't end up with Gabby, because you know, you know when you want to trust your gut and then someone else convinces you not to trust your gut. And if he doesn't end up with Gabby, and he wa- and Gabby watches it back only to watch Clayton say to Susie, I love you the most. When Gabby, like, she, you could tell she sensed that. Mm. And that's why she was like, I find it very concerning that Susie's not here and tell me what happened. And he still failed to, like, mention that. Inc- he was like, no, 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 I fucked him. <laughs> I had sex with both of you. <laughs> you know, like, he's just like, I don't care. But, like, yeah, I get that part. But, like. Why is she not here? Mm-hmm. And is it because, you know, like, she expected that she was the winner? You know, like, is that what was going on? And, and then Clayton convinces Gabby to stay. And it's such a, like, to know that you had that intuition that was right, and then she tried to take her power back, and, and you 
had another person convince you otherwise, very few things make us, I think, more mad. And I think Gabby has every right to be furious and even feel more furious. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, because she, if he doesn't end up with Gabby, it was like she she had this moment or this chance to say, I I knew the right thing to do and I and I chose differently because of the things that you tried to convince me of. And I think that's where Clayton gets himself in the biggest trouble. Yeah, and it's also like why it feels like he's not learning because it's like what's going to happen here? Like you've already got three women incredibly like hurt and upset because you overplay, you overexpressed, like you overpromised, underdelivered, and now you're just like setting yourself up for even more of that because you reconvince both of them to get their heads back in the game, and you're gonna disappoint another one again. Like that's what? A, yeah, that's a great point because like the the stuff he said. I don't know if it was the Caitlyn or Ashley and Ben. Like the, I don't get this whole like wake up after like the night with Gabby. Like what did I do? And you make a good point, with Susie. Or, oh, yeah, no, after, when he was like, he I'm going to hurt like, people. Oh, I'm going to hurt yeah. people. It's like, okay, well, like, had had Clayton had that realization, I definitely would have been, like like Christina said, like, a little late in the game to, like, start thinking that. Yeah. But, hey, at least you're starting. Mm-hmm. It, at least, hey, it would have been nice if you would have thought that earlier, but at least he's starting and and then try to just focus his feeling, his his thought process on, like, what this is must be like for these women. And then maybe like do the roast ceremony differently mm-hmm. or or maybe just be fully transparent. But like instead, it's just such a... Or, and again, if Gabby goes home, just, all right, I, let, her, let her trust her gut, yeah. you know? You know what? I also just remembered that I felt so bad for Rachel because she sat at a point when she thought that Gabby was like leaving. She said that... She didn't want to be the winner because she was the last one. Like, she wanted to be the winner because he picked her. Yeah. But if Gabby were to leave and then it was only her, then she's like, I would have just won just because I'm like, I'm the last one here. And that's not fair to me because I want him to choose me because he loves me and not because I'm the last woman that decided not to leave him. Totally. Yeah. And when when Gabby left the first time, no, wait, I guess it only one time. When Gabby walked away, yeah, when, yeah. when Gabby didn't accept Clayton's rose initially, the look on Rachel's face was priceless because mm-hmm. you saw her, like, it, it's like ever, all these thoughts went through her head. Like, holy shit, did I just win? But, like, do I want to win at this point? Yeah. Like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I guess, I guess it's me. And it mm-hmm. was just, like, a whole kind of series of, like, these crazy and rightfully so thoughts that Rachel must have been having. And again, this is where Gabby was so iconic. When she comes back, right, it's the opposite of Clayton. Gabby's first thought is to apologize to Rachel. Mm -hmm. It's to like, it's to put herself in the shoes of Rachel. Yes. Does Gabby have a right to be there just as much as Rachel? Of course. It, would it be understandable that Gabby walked away and then maybe changed her mind a few minutes later and still want to continue? Sure. And so Gabby had the choice of either deciding that she had the right to feel this way and just have as much like a uh, choice to stay as Rachel and not apologize. Or she could just empathize with Rachel and realize that her walking away must have like been so emotional for Rachel. And then Hunker coming back might, might be equally as emotional Mm -hmm. and Gabby before she even gets to Rachel is apologizing to her. And that is the 
exact opposite of what you're seeing from Clayton through all these decisions. Mm -hmm. And then if all he did was just try to empathize and put himself in those shoes, it would just be going so much better for him. I think Gabby has to be the bachelorette if she's not with, with Clayton. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's, and I, I think all three, honestly, uh, all three women have compelling stories at this point. They all three would be great. I do think Rachel, what's really interesting is that like, I mean, watching it back, we saw the connection. I think we all thought, right, and, and let me know if you disagree, that, that Gabby was in last place in terms of the connection. At least that's what we saw, yeah. right? Do we agree with that? Yeah. So even though at this point, Gabby and Rachel are, you know, obviously have both the right to feel what they're feeling. I think it's really, I think both Gabby and, uh, and Rachel are relatable in very different ways. Like Gabby is just like, this is insane. And I'm, tr it's like Gabby is almost admitting that like, I didn't really know where I stood with you, but you, then you told me you loved me. And now I allowed myself to believe in us where Rachel, it seems like she's coming from a point of view of it's always been us, babe. Like mm -hmm. you've made me feel like it could only be us. And, and you like, it seems like Rachel's heart is truly breaking because Rachel's coming from a point of view. It feels like where she believes that Clayton loves her the most and Clinton's just not seeing it properly because he's the bachelor. And it seems like Rachel feels like it's her, she needs to like fight for the both of them because Clayton's made her believe that their relationship is so strong. And I think that's a very relatable feeling to like be so like to, to see so clearly the connection you have with someone and feel that love and, and empathize again. Like that's, that's Rachel empathizing with Clayton. She's empathizing with the fact that Clayton has other women and I know that I, we have this amazing connection. So I'm going to try to like fight for this thing. And she's showing Clayton a little bit more grace and empathy than like, so she's just kind of like, what the fuck are you doing? And which is amazing. Cause like, of course she's saying that. Cause like, what the fuck are you doing? But I think it's really fascinating to see the point of view with Rachel and Gabby and where they're coming from. But both of them are in fact empathizing with Clayton and empathizing with each other and Clayton's just like, I'm the bachelor. And you guys both, what, what was his, what did it say? Uh, he, he adjusted, they adjust, he adjusted. Oh, oh yeah. Adapted. 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 I've adapted. Adapt. Clayton, like that's, I think that was a very telling quote he gave. He expected everyone to adapt and he, he, he did not expect that he should have to empathize with these women. I think, that, is that, do we have it all? I mean, basically, Susie is still in town. She has not left. Yeah. So. Yeah. She is still in Iceland, Iceland. as Jesse said. Yeah. Still here. So She's what like, I don't Jessie even know where Susie is. Yeah. And then like Jesse walks in. Susie She's still, is here. still here. But like, when, when Clayton says that, like, were, were you all thinking like I was thinking? Like, that's insane. Like, how did you just do what you did, introduce both these women to your parents, and afterwards say, I still, I'm still thinking about Susie. Now that I'm thinking out loud, Jesse kind of and his family were both kind of like, well, what's the problem if you like these other two women? But I, I get where they're coming from because Clayton's just like, I'm in love with these other two women. And that's where Clayton got himself in trouble is by just kind of like stubbornly 
It's like he's saying, he's convincing himself, I love these other two women when we all know he loves Susie the most. And we just, I just keep going back to that yeah. because it's just like, if, why don't you focus on that, even though Susie is gone and, and ask yourself, well, what does that mean about my feelings for these other women? But I think he uh, stubbornly was just like, no, I, my feelings are valid. You know, he, he was like trying to argue with, the, like he, in the most insane way, that's, and that's why you get such a, 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 an insane statement like, whoever I pick, I love the most. That, that will be an iconic sentence, not in a, a good way for Clayton, yeah. but like, that's an insane, it just sounded insane. Just absolutely, utterly insane. And it just makes him sound, come across as so cruel and reckless when he just introduced both these women to his parents and he's just like, yeah, my heart's still out there. And he's trying to like wax poetic while he says it. My heart is here with these two women, but my heart is also out there with Susie. Susie literally. <laughs> like that's what you've been saying the whole time. No, we know that. Where was that thought process before you introduced? And it wasn't like his parents were like, I don't know. Like, it's, It wasn't like he met, they met Gabby and Rachel and they were like, so like, tell us about the one who didn't, we didn't get to meet. Like those, we didn't, you know, they didn't act like they didn't like those two. They liked them both. And it was like Rachel, uh, Clayton's mom was like, you should pick Rachel. You know, like yeah. she loved Rachel. It was obvious. And Clayton was just like, you know, after seeing you guys with them, it's only been 24 hours since I sent, you know, I begged for them to stay. But no, I'm uh my uh, heart still with Susie. Like, how, how how do you, Clayton, how do you go from asking Gabby to fight for you to saying that your heart's still with Susie? All while trying to convince Rachel and Susie you're still confused about your feelings because, like, it's different but similar and same. Like, I both, I love you all, but it's different. But it's the same intensity. I mean, it's the same. It means the same. Like my words mean exactly the same, but for different reasons. But I love Susie the most. It just sounds like he wants options. <laughs> like he knows that he loves Susie the most, but he sounds like a fuckboy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Of course, he yeah. wants. You know, I love Susie the most, but just in case, I got Rachel and Gabby, who I also love, but not as much. Because I love Susie the most. Like, it's like... A well-intentioned fuckboy. Yeah. It's <laughs> still a fuckboy. How do we think it's going to end? Dirty. Chaos. Yeah. Bloodshed. Dirty. <laughs> yeah, I don't Nasty. know. Nasty. <laughs> Disgusting. Christina? I wanna, yeah, no, give, me, I wanna, give me a prediction. You know what? We're like, oh, if Gabby doesn't get picked, that's going to be, like, really messy. I don't think... I don't think Gabby's going to get picked. I don't think Gabby's going to get picked either. I think it's going to be Susie or Rachel and... I feel like Susie is probably still involved enough that if, you know, Clayton goes to her and, like, words it right and, like, wins his way back in and they have this, like, you know, connection or whatever, that he'll end up, I don't know, pursuing well, that's, her. That's the big question. We know, like, Jesse comes in and leaves it on a cliff, like, oh, Susie's here. So we know yeah. Susie is, like, going to be a part of tomorrow's episode. Yeah. And it seems like Clay Clayton wants to now fight for Susie. Yeah, exactly. So the big question is, do we think Susie is going to take him back? Take him back or reconsider her point of view? And then if she does, 
How does he handle that? Like, are we back to three? Do they have a rose ceremony and bring out? Could you imagine? Oh my God, that'd be terrible. Uh, rose and like all of a sudden Susie comes out and he just like hands a rose. He picks out three engagement rings. And Susie, he's gonna propose in front of all three of them. Could you imagine one of you? Could you could you imagine rose ceremony? You know, Rachel, Gabby, they both think they're the only ones left after meeting his parents. Susie, like Gabby comes out, Rachel comes out, they think Clayton's about to come out, like, and then Susie comes out, and then Susie gets the first rose. But it wouldn't be a rose ceremony because they're already down to two. So they would just be ready for proposals. That's true. But Come do you on, think he's going to actually propose? Uh, I don't know. I feel like he's going to pull one of those, let's see how it goes. No, I think Clay I mean, is locked into being The Bachelor and The Bachelor proposes. Yeah, but, well, maybe he if, is, but if, I just can't see Susie saying like. But well, he, I, I, if, if he has the opportunity, I think he will. But he said he wouldn't propose to someone if he hadn't. Fucked him. So it can't be Susie uh-huh. then. So it can't be Susie. I thought about that. Oh, that's interesting. Interesting, yeah. Unless something happens <laughs> up in the air. I totally get the one. logic, but it's such a weird thing uh. to be like, sorry, we're going to have to fuck first. <laughs> <laughs> they bring the ring in the box to the room. They're like, maybe, depending how it goes. <laughs> well, tomorrow's even more nuts. And... Um, we will uh, find out what happens, I guess. Uh, Christina? Thank you so much for joining us. Yes, thanks for having me. This was great. Uh, what a pleasure. Please let my audience know where they can follow you and listen to all your other stuff. Yeah, uh, you could check me out on my personal socials at Beauty Chicky and my podcast, Gin and Toxic. Ooh, yes. Beauty Chicky? How do you spell Beauty Chicky? It's Beauty Chicky, but Chicky is a double E instead of a Y at the end. Yeah, see? Yes. I'm glad I asked because I might be searching for Beauty Chicky. Right. Like, not you that never I can know. spell. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, Natalie, where can people find you? Natalie Joy, two N's and two J's. There you go. Uh, well, thanks for listening, guys. Don't forget, we are back after. It won't be. It won't come up quite as soon because we we have to see what they say at AFR. So we'll be with Allie uh, Barthwell right after AFR. It'll be up in the middle of the night, hopefully. Uh, by the time you wake up, there hopefully will be a, a recap with Allie Barthwell to break it all down. And an interview with Rachel, Susie, or Gabby. And it's going to be wild with whoever it is. Bye. Bye.